Could you bow your heads for a moment? We're going to begin with prayer before we get into the teaching this morning. Father, we thank you for opening our hearts and our minds. You are an amazing God. And so today, we just believe for powerful things to be done in, in our lives through your Spirit. And so, Father, we just believe for the Holy Spirit to make the Word become alive for us in our lives. And today, we pray for those that are struggling, for those that are sick. We pray for Jeremy, Jeremy Cox today, Father, who is struggling with colon cancer. And Father, even though that there is hospice involved, we know that you are a miracle-working God. And so there is nothing that limits you, nothing outside of your scope. So we pray for our healing and comfort and understanding for the family, believing, Father, believing for your scriptures to be done and your will to be done. Thank you, Lord, that you are an amazing God. And there is no boundary and no limits to you. And today, Jesus, we look forward to discovering some amazing things about you. So open our hearts. In your name we pray. Amen. Turn to someone around you and say good morning to them, if you don't mind, for just a moment. If you don't, if you don't know them, maybe introduce yourself for a moment. I know that that is very, uh, uh, that's, that's living on the edge for some of you, and, uh, but, it's, but it's good for you. We have been in the last few weeks, not last week being Father's Day, but the last few weeks we're in a series simply dealing with and teaching through the Apostles' Creed together. And today we are in part three of that, and we take the part up here in the Creed that simply says that, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. And so that's where we are this morning. If you want to follow along, grab your Bibles too. In a moment, uh, the book of Matthew chapter 16 and verse 13. So... What we realize about the creed is the oldest of all the Christian creeds that we find in in history and in the church that churches and God's people have been reciting this creed for well over a thousand years. And it's for a purpose. In fact, there are two purposes. One is that to correct, uh, I think, sometimes when we get out of line and get off center, it brings correction to that of the people of God. And second, for spiritual formation in God's people. So we've talked about what it does in our life, and we, we, each week we end with four applications, and that is exactly what the, the creed does to us. It brings symmetry to our lives. It corrects and gives us clarity about who God is and what God does within our life. It, it reminds us of our community, that the community that we are a part of that has read this creed for thousands of years is absolutely far beyond these walls. And that also leads us in how we counsel ourselves, how we speak to ourselves in tough times of our lives, and how we counsel others. Now, here's an important thing, that we're not here to preach the creed. That is not what this is about at all, because creeds have no authority within themselves, but they point to something of great authority and of authority outside of themselves. That is the Apostles' Creed always points to the Bible. So we're here to preach Scripture this morning. It is not an incantation, because... uh, Christians do not believe in incantations. So if you memorize this by the time that our weeks are done and you're able to say this totally in, in your, with, completely from memory, it does not save you. It does not make you lucky. It does not do any of those kinds of things within your life. 